1: Hey, ladies! We are here at AfterBuzz TV for the season finale, yep, of Supernatural season ten, episode twenty-three, Brothers Keeper. Holy cow! You guys, what a crazy, amazing finale! Mm-hmm. I loved it. Uh, yep. You guys can join in on our conversation using the hashtag #ABTVSupernatural at SoundCloud. YouTube, iTunes, all things social media, Twitter, tweet us. You guys can tweet me at Lindsay Wegner. Katie, hi, how's it hi, going? I'm good. How are you? I'm fabulous. Where can, uh, where can these wonderful AfterBuzz fans tweet you? You can find me on Twitter at Katie E.E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. Hi, Michaela. Hey, Lindsey. What did you
2: think
3: of the episode? Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Amazing. The season
2: finale. And, Perfect. And uh, got me on the edge of my seat waiting for next season already. And where can they tweet you? You guys can tweet me at Mickey underscore Phillips. That's M-I-K-I underscore Phillips.
1: So tweet us. Let us know what you think. Use the hashtag ABTVSupernatural just so we can stay in the know of everything. Thank you to those of you who have been tweeting us and letting us know your thoughts already for the season finale. And thank you also to the people for not spoiling it (laughs) because I couldn't watch till today and I do have a reaction video up on my Facebook page at Lindsay Wegner. So, um check it out because I'm kind of a nerd. So anyway, all right, initial thoughts on this episode, ladies. I loved it. I was freaking out at times, and I am so obsessed with
3: what they're doing with this mark and what it actually means. I know we'll get there, but I'm obsessed with what they're doing and how they're going into season 11. It's going to be so good.
2: It's gonna be absolutely in action-packed season eleven. I think we're gonna even see like it's gonna be way more crazier even than season ten than what we've expected. And I just can't wait. Like I literally can't wait. I, it had me on the edge of my seat, and I'm just excited to talk about the finale. And I'm sad it's the finale at the
1: same time. I'm. I feel like this this season is just um last season we just started doing the you know the afterbuzz show here and so last season i just feel like didn't have the drive that the, this season did i really truly loved this season and it makes me all the more excited for next season and what the heck they're going to do with all of this and It's like
3: every single time I'm, I think, you know, what can they do now? They've already done, you know, Lucifer, and they've done, you know, the angels, and I'm like, what are they gonna do? And then they come up with this elaborate story that makes total sense, Mm -hmm. and now
1: I'm freaking out because I really believe in the darkness. It's just so good how (laughs) they they write this show. It's amazing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in love with this darkness plot and story, and it's literally perfect for next season. It's gonna give us a full season, just getting out of this predicament predicament I loved um, Jeremy Carver's kind of uh, quote at the end of the show you know saying he hoped that we enjoyed the season and stuff and that uh, for Sam and Dean things are going to go from bad to worse which is absolutely 100% true and as Katie has been worried all season long about using this book of the damned (laughs) to get rid of this mark but there's going to be something 10 times worse we are going to absolutely 100% find out a lot of repercussions a lot of repercussions. The darkness. The darkness. So. <laughs> All right. Let's jump into the episode. We have uh, Sam loading up some bullets. Um, he's trying to crack the code. There's no sign of Dean. Um, Cass is kind of worried about the consequences of getting rid of this mark. And, and having Rowena remove the mark. And Sam's not worried because no one knows essentially what these consequences are and is it really gonna be that bad you know death stopped kane and the mark Mm. so what's gonna stop dean with the mark
3: yeah you know sam does bring up a good point even though like you said i've been scared this whole time but we don't know exactly what it is at this point so it's worth a shot if it means saving his brother
2: Absolutely. Oh everything's worth a shot. Yeah. In supernatural, like nothing goes, I think, without being said or without being done. Like it's kinda definitely like they just jump right into it. And I think that is like what Sam has done this whole season. And I don't know about you ladies, but I was like when Dean had, I guess, what was it? Um deaths. What would you call so, that? I,
1: what's like, a, what's it's it like called? I thought to like a it's like reaper, a scepter, but it's not like. The like reaper. No, but it's not a scepter. It's like something spelled like that, though, like a saber. But when or he something. had that,
2: I mean, I I was like, oh my god, this is it. I was like, how can this happen? But they will be away. And then when he turned around and killed us,
1: oh, so crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we don't know the consequences. We don't know what's going to happen. Sam is obviously not worried. I think that we are all in agreement that there was no way they weren't going to not. Figure this out. Mm-hmm. That Dean wasn't going to figure this out on his own completely. Um, so we also see Dean, who is passed out. He's obviously been on a little binder. Um, in a hotel room and we find out we uh, end up in Nebraska where Rose McKinley is dead and Dean's investigated and he's kind of being brutally honest saying that the girl is dressed like a whore and that the guy, the police officer uh, won't solve the case with his eyes closed. He's just kind of being arrogant and, arrogant and rude and, and it's a different kind of douchey Dean. We haven't really, hashtag douchey Dean. Um, <laughs> We haven't quite seen a brutally honest Dean, um, and Rudy shows up. Now, we've heard about Rudy for a couple episodes now throughout this season, so he's also a hunter, and um, Dean's going to try and get rid of him and put him off the case and stuff. They also find out that this other girl is still missing as well, so this is going to lead them to finding something else. Happy to see Rudy appear.
0: Yes.
3: (laughs) It's interesting, too, that Dean told Rudy to step back, and then the cops told them both to step back, and of course... Both of them didn't, but I just Dean. This isn't Dean. I hate seeing him like this. Like he has these little snarky comments all the time. That's Dean, but just completely. He just. I don't know. It made me think about the Mark and how it affected Kane. And we saw a little backstory last season when he went on this murder spree. But then he was able to live with it for so long. Like what was the transition from that to the good? And it just made me think. Like okay, we see Dean going down this really bad road with it, but could he somehow? Overtake it for a little bit. Although, obviously, we have something happen later on that the mark is no longer there. But Mm -hmm. it just made me. It was interesting to see Dean being affected like this.
2: Mm -hmm. I agree. It was nice. It was kind of interestingly nice but at the same time like annoying to see his character go down that path and see how he was reacting and talking and his manners to everyone who he came across in this episode with his disposition like that but at the same time like it isn't like you said Lindsay, the dean that like we know or who he would be and it's funny because one of my really close friends actually just started watching supernatural and he's watching all the way back from the beginning so i feel like if he then watched this episode he'd be like what he'd be like? Because Dean's his favorite it? character, so he'd be like, he'd be like, this isn't the Dean that I'm watching in like season two, season three, right now. What's what's going on? Yeah,
1: Who's being so, rude? Absolutely, <laughs> I agree. I mean, and we do see sides of Dean where he's not the nicest person, but this is just a, a weird side of him. And we've seen him actually flip back and forth between the Mark throughout the season mm-hmm. because it's it's feeding the Mark and the knot and trying to get rid of it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And obviously, as we've been hitting these last few episodes, it's been far more prevalent in his attitude and the way he's killing and everything like I mean, that. With the a lot more kid violent. in the previous a lot more violent. episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the mass killing um you know how they somebody I think Brandon Little Coyote's rain. We I love your that you tweet me. You're awesome. But um he was saying he's like he sent me a meme that said if carry on my way or uh, son. i that. <laughs> like plays you know it's going to be bad you know you've got something and then they did the whole carry on my wayward son with the flashbacks to this mm-hmm. whole season which is always a nice kind of wrap up so we can remember bits and pieces that we had forgotten about and stuff mm-hmm. so um you know dean killing claire's family and all that stuff so it's just nice to see all the juxtapositions but dean has obviously been going back and forth with mark for the whole season and we get to see what it becomes of it yeah Today. So uh, we jump back to the bunker, and Rowena knows that they can't kill her. She's a smart cookie because they need her to get rid of this mark and to create, to crack the codex. Um, So she agrees. Two things she gets her freedom, and she gets to keep the codex.
3: So her asking for that, that's, that was her terms, means that she gave up on trying to kill Crowley. So is there really no way to kill him? Like, she can't think of a way? Because I, she was so dead
1: set on killing him, right. you know? And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, that didn't really work out, so this is what I want instead. There is clearly a way to kill him as hmm. we find out later on. Well, that we're thinking, maybe. I we're see, I didn't think this. that i'm I'm I mean, I don't know if it's possible one hundred percent, but they're leading us to believe that later on in the episode that there is a way maybe she's well, given I was, up on it temporarily I think it was that oh sorry, continue I'm thinking she's given up on it temporarily because she already had this whole thing in her mind on what she was she had it all planned out exactly what was gonna happen, exactly how she could take control later on mm-hmm. and get it take get get what she's wanted taken care of by mm-hmm. someone else in- again
3: if you think about it too that makes sense because she even if it didn't happen with crowley being killed she still didn't have her freedom and like what would she do then you know she's not going to go and we think she might want to rule hell she's not going to do that if she doesn't have her freedom so maybe you're right maybe this was her plan the whole time i'm kind
2: of leaning 50 50 because i'm listening to what both of you saying Mm and my initial thought was that she'll still Want to pursue that and still kind of want that to rule hell, because now that she does have like the Book of the Dam and the Kirks, like you're saying, and she already performed like that spell to break the Mark of Cain with such power and then bring Oscar in and such, I feel like now she can go and do it herself, or this will now open up the Grand Coven even more, which we are waiting for. And maybe that is the way that Crowley can be killed. Maybe it takes like a mass army of witches. And that all possessed such high power as her. I mean, it's kind of like a prediction, but it's kind of a thought. But then I'm leaning towards what you're saying, where it's kind of like she may not want that anymore. She's kind of done her piece. She might be like set in her way and like feel at ease with how she's been and what she's done. So it's it's a little interesting
1: to see where this will go. Let's not forget that a couple episodes ago, Crowley handed over a little piece of paper to his minion with a name on it that he Mm -hmm. once killed. That is. Close to Rowena in some form. Now, could it I'm, be Oscar? Could it have been Oscar from today? And that was what, um, what's her name? Olivet had told him. I don't know. I feel like that is. It is. It is. Because you remember Crowley
3: said later on when he's like, oh, he, Oscar said, who told you? Oh, a little hamster.
1: So it mm-hmm. was him getting the name the whole time which is why he was in the diner Diner. last week already so he knew there was some he was he was getting the goods on goods on oscar Mm -hmm. doing his research Um, so we let's actually go to that part then too where um you know she's reading out the spell and she's saying it's made by god but forbidden by man which she says is an apple and then the same thing forbidden by god made by man the golden calf And then something she loves. And she's like, well, I don't really love anything. It's impossible. And it's impossible for her to love. And we see Cass do a little reading on her and, uh, find out that there was this boy, Oscar, this Polish boy who saved her family 300 years ago, saved her 300 years ago. And, um, it's the third ingredient would be a sacrifice. And she obviously doesn't love Crowley. It's not him. It's, it's this boy that saved her life. Um, What did you think when you found this out? I was kind of thrilled, actually. I was like, that ties in really well.
2: Cause like, I was glad that they kept that guy in. Like, he wasn't just someone we saw in like the past episode. And we're like, oh, we're not going to see him again. I like that they tied that in and we had already seen him at the diner previously. And I just thought it was kind of cool. I like that. I like seeing Rowena's vulnerable side and how she reacted when Crowley brought him in, snapped his fingers like that. And I also really liked how Crowley spoke to Rowena about that. Like, I used to think, mother, that, you know, you didn't, Love anything, but it was in fact you just you, you didn't were incapable. Love me. You were
1: incapable. Of exactly. Lo- you, it's not that you're incapable of loving; it's that you're incapable of of you didn't love me.
2: Yeah, and I thought that was really well written, well executed. Like his lines by Mark Shepard, which we've met and he's a pleasure. And I just I really liked that scene because we kind of got to see kind of like closure for Crowley, I think, at the same time on his so, feelings for her. Yeah, and just kind of setting the record right. straight and being getting even with her. Mm-hmm.
3: It's an interesting storyline. I. have see this actually in another show that I watch is Vampire Diaries about the parent not loving the actual son but somebody else who's affected them in some way in the past more so than the actual child so but I like it I like seeing her vulnerable like you mm-hmm. said Michaela when they actually do get to meet up and she's still though she's crazy because she <laughs> would do anything for herself no matter if it's somebody she loves or not she's gonna go for herself first
1: well, here's my question about the spell. Was it someone sacrificed for her because she was doing the spell? It was, they had to use mm. an ingredient or something she loved. Because you, you know, like, okay, why didn't they do somebody sacrificed for Sam or somebody sacrificed for Cass? Was it because she was reading the spell, right? I think mm-hmm.
3: it may be the witch who's doing the spell. Yes. Like, for example, if it was another witch in the coven, they were doing that. It had to be somebody that they loved and mm-hmm. they had to sacrifice. Okay. I think that's what
1: was happening. And she yeah. obviously had no problem doing it, which we find out later on. That's why she's crazy. That's why she's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so crazy we... Crazy or genius? That's a very this good point. Exactly. It's, it's the whole thing is... I think the whole thing's been planned, so you're right. I think it would be
2: cool, also, touching on that subject that we're kind of thinking and, like, predicting here uh, that she's planned it, that we actually get to see that that whole time it has been. I think if we go into season 11, I'd like us to see a little backstory and it all, like, links like a chain and mm-hmm. we see that Rowena was
1: behind it. I think we kind of will see a little bit of that. That would be nice. Uh, So we go back to Nebraska, and Dean's talking to um, Rose's parents. uh, And she, (laughs) once again, brutally honest Dean, telling them that, well, she kind of looked like this. And she was obviously looking for validation uh, after all the beatings and deceit and, like, looks at her dad. And we know, I kind of guess right then and there but obviously there was some sort of abuse going on hence why she was technically dressed like that to seek some validation feel some love from somebody and he goes to hit Dean Dean pulls the gun on him I mean uh, did you expect this? that that Dean was able to read these people so quickly and so easily do you think this is because of the Mark of Cain or do you think this is because he's been doing this for 10 years, he's a great private eye they're great detectives this is what they're used to figuring out
3: I think the, the brutally honest part was because he had the mark of Cain and how he went about it was kind of rude because of the mark of Cain, mm-hmm. but I do think that he's so smart from doing this for so long. He's able to read people, although I was thinking, when he was questioning him that hard, I was thinking, oh my gosh, did the dad do this? I was freaking yeah, out at me that too. point. I but, agree.
2: And I agree. It's kind of... It, kind of goes hand in hand. I think, like, we should expect that of Dean, like, his disposition that he's great at what they do and they have been doing this for so long so he's, you know, knows what he's doing. But at the same time, it's so intensified by having the mark of Cain. That's where I think it really pushed him over the edge with his attitude and how he was talking to people and stuff like that. And did you guys ever think for a second, like, the kind of, like, the sheriff or the cop or whoever it was in that scene was, like, catching on to something? He seemed, like, really, like, curious about Dean...
3: I don't know when later on at the little vamp house.
1: No, when they find the girl dead. No, I think they just thought like this is like this uh, is weird. This is new for a detective to be kind of wow. You as he said, you must have seen Seen. a lot, which we do know. Dean over the years has seen everything, Mm -hmm. you know, and. so he is coming from a different perspective. And sometimes when you you just become numb to these things and you say things that you don't realize aren't socially acceptable,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh so I didn't think anything of the police officer being mm-hmm. like that. I think that was just a matter of us seeing Dean in sure purest mark of cane form mm-hmm. right there. Wish we weren't seeing now again yeah so uh, we also find out then from her brother that uh, he took them up to a cabin up in the woods because this is where some guys were going to drink and meet girls Uh, so we get a phone call from Rudy to Sam saying that Dean is working on this case he's not playing well with others and uh, Sam goes I need to take care of this Cass here's Dean's hair you're going to have to go forward with the spell. You have to. You have no choice. And we're left hoping that he's going to do it.
3: I trusted him, though. I did, too. There wasn't a second that I was thinking, oh, my gosh, he's going to think, oh, right. What are the consequences? I'm going to stop this. I was like, okay, Cass has got it.
2: Yeah. And he had said in the previous episode, as soon as I saw to Cass go to Crowley, like, I knew, like, it would be okay as well because they were working together. And, yeah, it was good. So I trusted Cass as well. So we all trust we're, Cass. We're all,
1: we all trust Cass. How can we not trust the beautiful angel of this amazing show? You know what, though? Cass being an angel, imaginary friends, they're pretty cute, aren't they, ladies? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what if your imaginary friend wasn't imaginary? In this mysterious new drama on ABC, someone is tricking innocent children into playing a dangerous game. A game that could threaten the entire human race.
3: Yes. Wow. And parents cannot see or hear what is happening to their children. But people are getting hurt. And nobody really knows what these not-so-imaginary friends are after. But FBI specialist, child specialist, Kara Bennigan, is trying to unravel the truth. And it becomes a dangerous game when her son gets involved and she has to make a terrible choice. Mm, terrible choices
2: a lot of mystery imaginary and I friends think, i think the cast actually really well suits uh this mysterious new show mm. it's starring lily rabe from american horror story barry sloan from Revenge, milo vintamilia from heroes and also Kristen connolly from house of cards uh, how can you protect your children from something you can't see
1: Hmm. It's going to be interesting to find out how they're going to do that. <laughs> the show
2: everyone will be talking about this summer is The Whispers. Series premiere is Monday, June 1st, 10 9 Central on ABC. Looks I mean, really good.
1: Looks really good. I've been seeing um, previews of it and it does. Look, Have you guys seen the trailer? I've seen the trailer. It looks spooky. It's spooky and looks neat. Kind of reminds me of Poltergeist coming out right now. Kind of reminds me of The Sixth Sense. So, I think we're going to have a really fun show on our hands here on ABC. Definitely and a must watch.
3: This genre is why we're here talking about Supernatural. It's just
1: it's interesting. It's fun. It's scary. It's, fits right in. Because uh, <laughs> on top of Imaginary Friends, we have vampires, which Dean finds at the cabin and kills one of them right away when he goes to the cabin and we see Reggie who is holding crystal the other girl that was missing Mm -hmm. hostage and rudy captive as well we've obviously jumped back into supernatural guys and uh dean dares reggie to kill rudy dares him to do it Mm. says you won't do it you're not man enough you're not gonna do it did you think he'd do it playing
2: with his life
3: i was so mad at this part, because I definitely thought this vampire is, if you push him, he's going to do it, mm-hmm. because you're telling him no, what is he going to, back down? He's a vampire. There
1: was a second there where he nearly did, too. Back down the vampire? Yeah, he nearly. Oh, Like He think was think like so. hesitant. Mm-hmm. I was, no, I think he was ready to take him out and didn't care, and he's like, this guy means nothing to me. What do you mean I'm not going to do it? Like, I'll show. you. Oh, no, Sorry, absolutely. Yeah.
2: I agree. Like I'm not disagreeing that he wouldn't have yeah. done it, but I, it looked like he was hesitant for a second, and then when Dean was like "boo," he said "boo," right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then whew, yep, off oh, it just goes. Killed
3: but, him. but the surprising thing about this whole scene was Dean's face. It was just kind of like, oh, really, right.
1: really, that happened. And you know the thing is, I mean, at the uh, we met we met Reggie this episode. We've heard of him the past, or Rudy. This episode, we've seen, we've heard of him the past couple episodes. We don't have any major ties to him. How many people do we see get killed on Supernatural? Innocent people all the time. Girls especially on this show. I wasn't tied to Rudy. I didn't like it. I didn't like that Dean left this guy's life in somebody else's hands that could have taken it. Because what if it was Sam?
3: He yeah, wouldn't have dared him to do that. somebody that helps Dean on cases and mm-hmm. he's paired up with before. Mm-hmm. So it's like, he means something to him. If Dean wasn't with this mark, it that wouldn't, wouldn't have, have happened. gone like that.
1: Mm-mm. No. But he does, obviously, Dean en- uh, ends up killing Reggie and then you know says, well, I rescued you to Crystal and she's just freaking out. She's like, you just stood there and didn't do anything and let him kill him. I think yeah. if I was her, though, I would be like, yeah, well, you'd, you'd be, be like, saving thanks. my life. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I am not. I wouldn't have been connected to Rudy, so I would have been like, I mean, it stinks that that guy just died for me, trying to help me. But, like, I'm alive now, so like, yeah. yes, yeah. I'm happy. Be a it little grateful.
3: Have, <laughs> it would have been something I was thinking about later on after the fact, but if I'm in this place where there's a guy with his head chopped off and he had fangs a second ago, I think I'd be <laughs> out the door yeah. thanking him for saving my life. Mm-hmm. I agree. I this agree. This is one
2: of the multiple, like, well, of the few innocent people that we've seen, like, kind of die at the hands of Dean with the mock. So it was kind of just, like, another one that we could
1: tick off as well. Um, And then we see Dean back in his hotel room. He's having visions of Cass hurt, seeing Rudy dead, and he just completely destroys the room. It, You know, it's just goes crazy he doesn't know what to do it's the market he knows the mark's taking over and he can't stop it anymore so he needs to do something drastic to stop it sam ends up at the at the cabin um, of this crime scene sees what happens knows that they're trouble you know sam goes to the hotel sees the keys on the bed with a note that says she's all yours meaning the car baby like, baby i mean everything is just leading up to this like dean is giving up He's it just was a snowball effect. It just, yep, it just, he just, yep, snowball, snowball down, and that's when we actually get to Cass summoning Crowley, um, which I always love when when something like that happens, and you know, like Michaela said earlier, we've had the pleasure of meeting Mark and talking to him, and just that fun. God, he's a horrible. His sense
2: person, of humor is just as equal as Crowley. Like it's just, it's so much. It's vibrant. It's kind of that little bit of sarcasm, but it's it's great. He's he's an amazing guy, and you got to speak with Cass back at Supernatural mm-hmm. convention, uh, Misha Collins. So was hilarious I, I too. I
1: can't I, believe they can get through a scene without laughing. Because I'm sure they do. So funny. <laughs> But they're professional,
3: yeah. so they're great. Speaking of Crowley doing horrible things, though, I still, to this day, want to be his best friend. <laughs> I do, too. I, I don't know what it is. Agreed, all of us. Oh, and my God. My favorite part about the scene was when he said, you summoned me, you didn't call me, and Cass told him he wasn't in his contact list. <laughs> I know. I love seeing them, you know, use this technology.
1: Real-life things that we would say, but that, oh, I didn't have you on my contacts. Yeah. You weren't there, you know. <laughs> and then uh, you know he says that uh, Crowley's like I'm not going to help you. Sam just tried to kill me. Like did you did you forget that Sam just tried to kill me? Um, and Cass is he's going to burn his eyes? And uh, Crowley says, "No, you're not, son. I can't help you. So you will beg, and you will call me king."
3: This is him trying to
1: take that power mm-hmm. that we saw last episode, which he once again takes. I mean one there was no way either Rowena or Crowley were going to get off with some sort of power in these scenes because they have to because they can help the situation they have to be in charge a little bit
3: I just felt like, too, though, by him agreeing to help with this whole situation, it was like, oh, he's still helping. Like, he's not the king like he was last episode. But I think, actually, when we find out later, him talking to his mother, Mm. Michaela, you brought that up, and what he said to her. And he's taking away something his mother loves, so he's just getting even. So, yes, he is king. Mm -hmm. He was helping for his own gain. Mm -hmm. And just
1: because he's even doesn't mean he'll go further. Exactly. Mm. I think he's going to – I mean, I think that this is just a little – him helping them – but there's going to be a price, perhaps, that they will pay later on as well for his help. Mm-hmm. I, that he'll hold, he'll say, well, I helped you guys get rid of this, Mark. Now, what are you going to do for me? Well, what's
2: going to be interesting, too, I think, is now with this darkness release, mm-hmm. how's that going to affect Crowley? Mm-hmm. Or what's that going to mean for hell? Mm-hmm. Whereas this, dark, this darkness is from the Mark, mm-hmm. but... I mean, how is that going to interplay with hell and what's going to go wrong or what's going to
3: happen? What's it going to mean for everybody? Everybody has to stand
2: Basically, up against this.
1: Or are these some of the bodies that Cain was killing mm-hmm. because he knew there was evil? So he was trying to get rid of it. Is that all these bodies and darkness and death coming back up as well? Does this mean that? Well, okay, all right, pause, time out. <laughs> I don't want to jump in too far. Um, so uh, he said, Cass has asks Raleigh if he can find the list, the things on the list. Then you know he needs that, and he says he'll help. Um, so we see Dean, who's at Wands, is casting spell, calling for death, and he wants death to kill him. Dun, dun, dun. And dun dun dun, and death says he can't kill he him. Can't. Oh, I was like, thank goodness. Well, you can't with the mark on him. He no, you can't. He die. can't. I, I know, but I'm still like, well, maybe death can. Maybe mm-hmm. death has some greater power. I mean, the Book of the Damned has a greater power to get this, the mark off of him. So, I don't know. I felt like there was potential for this happening. Yeah. And thank goodness that he says he, that death can't kill him. The mark is the first curse. And the mark served... Sorry, guys, I have to read this. Just so I make sure that I get it right. The mark is served as a lock and key for darkness. And that God trusted Lucifer with it, but the mark corrupt him, which is why God put Lucifer in hell. And Lucifer then passed the mark to Cain, who passed the mark to Dean. I think I got that right.
3: Yeah, and before God even existed, there
1: was darkness. darkness. So this is mm-hmm. something
3: so powerful. Yeah,
1: there is no can't even stopping imagine it. right now. Mm-hmm. There is no stopping. That's
3: why everybody was so serious about keeping this mark on somebody. Somebody has to deal with it, so and we can keep this
1: locked. Because yeah. death says he can remove it, but it has to go to another person. Mm-hmm. There's no way that it can just be gone. And so, by passing it to another person, make sure that the lock remains unbroken and darkness remains bound. So, therefore, if the mark is let loose, darkness is Can take over. And Dean says he will not be a part of that.
3: And it's interesting that he said no so easily Mm -hmm. because that's Dean. That's what Mm -hmm. Dean would do. But we've been seeing so much of not Dean, just the mark affecting him. But here is when Dean comes out and says no
1: immediately. Oh, God. I loved this so much. It was just such a great, like, history lesson and interesting part of the show and understanding what we're really grappling with here Mm -hmm. with this. Situation, it's 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 real bad. Hmm. Michaela, any it's thoughts worse. on this? It's yeah, worse. I, I, I'm,
2: yeah, as uh, he said, I'm just. I'm, I mean, I'm still on my mind, still on the darkness. Uh, but in that, like that scene that you are talking about, we're talking about with death. Um, I was thinking yeah like the mark can't be removed or gone he can't do that but I was like can he like instill him to like work for him I was like is that an option that makes him still not a threat to anyone or he's doing it in like a better way somehow because he's at least doing what needs to be done so that's where my kind of head was at Mm -hmm. at that point and I was like maybe that could happen but I mean I'm sure you'll start talking about it Lindsay but then like we see like he tricks Sam into like
3: coming there oh yeah and it's like what well, he did propose... Before that, he proposed mm-hmm. an option mm-hmm. for Dean to just be sent somewhere, somewhere out else. of this world. But
1: mm-hmm. he wouldn't have the problems, the violent issues. And he he would could be move home. to a place where he would no longer be a danger to himself or anyone else. But we don't know where that is. We don't know where he would have mm-hmm. been placed. Would it be on some random island? Would it be... Who knows? I want to know what this afterlife, maybe? I was thinking more like some other kind of
2: place. Like... I don't think vortex is the right word, but something like just some other kind of universe. <laughs> I,
1: I I just felt like it would be like being locked in a straitjacket, basically, like where you're going to end up going crazy because what are you going to do with this mark? You have no one else. you So you can't be a danger to yourself or anyone else, but you're going to end up going crazy, crazy. with it. I was just thinking when he said you wouldn't be
3: a danger to yourself, I thought maybe because he would be calm and he wouldn't have
1: these rage issues wherever he sent him. But how? Mm-hmm. Because he's still binding all the darkness that is buried deep within himself then. I, I mean it's not that I wouldn't take what death has to say seriously and we never know what anyone really truly means on this show because there's always some way of getting out of it or some loophole or whatever it is. There's always something that we find out that they can do. But go ahead, Katie.
3: That's a good point, though, is like you don't know where he's actually even sending you. And just the same, you don't know what's going to happen, really, how bad this darkness really is going to be. Can you defeat it? You don't know these things. So what would be better, to just be sent away forever and Sam's sacrifice? or well, and, that's,
1: and that's what we find out. That Dean is going to set up a little ruse here, and he calls Sam, or Sam calls Dean, uh, who says it's time to say his goodbyes and gets paper out, and he's gonna he's gonna do this. Um. So we uh, let's jump into uh, let's jump back to Crowley, who shows up at Phil's diner again, um, and the waiter's there. Crowley enters, um, kind of puts everyone to I think puts everyone to sleep. I think he killed them. Did he kill them all? <laughs> yeah, killed them all. All right, killed them all sorry guys, Mm -hmm. killed them all and uh, he tells them a little story about this evil witch who uh, was forced to flee her home and then saved by this Polish family and she fell in love with this little boy and Oscar was terminally ill and uh, she cured the boy with one spell Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but cast another to make him immortal Mm-hmm. Huh. And that's when we obviously figure out that Oscar is, is, him. is uh, Seth.
3: It's an interesting thought, too, that Rowena was using this dark black magic back then because you cast one spell and another thing has to happen with this dark magic. So we've mm-hmm. talked about it before. Did she know about this book? Did she have it in her hands before? Like, maybe she did. Maybe that's why she's so crazy over this book and her freedom and being with the book because she had it in the past. She was mm-hmm. practicing this dark magic for years, hundreds, thousands of years. Well, I
1: think she could practice the dark magic without the book. I mean, we've seen her do all Mm -hmm. those little other spells, too, when we first saw her with the girls and with the hex bags and everything, and even trying to kill Crowley with it. Mm -hmm. So, But I think she's obviously known about the Book of the Damned Mm -hmm. and knows how powerful it is. So now to be able to have that power herself, she knows she can take over the Grand Coven and potentially a lot of other things and she doesn't care about the consequences to her. It doesn't matter. So her having this book is going to be something that the boys are going to have to go after and find her Crowley. Um, I'm sure we're going to be seeing that, that we can kind of get into predictions, but she, she doesn't care about any consequences. She does not really care what she does. She's just doing it. And that, that's what makes her, I think lovable too, as much as she's doing all this evil as Mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. Um, so Sam shows up at Wands and Dean is with death and the only way out is Sam's death. So it looks like he's kind of made a deal with death because um, Sam's not going to rest without Dean there. And so even if Dean goes away to his place Sam will always look for him and that was the point that death didn't want to happen. And uh, well, they
3: always do that time and time again.
1: They can't live essentially without each other. They're always going to be fighting for each other. Last year it was, you know... Sam, uh, Dean fighting for Sam to you know be back to normal and had Ezekiel inside right Ezekiel inside of him last season he had
3: Gadriel. Gadriel,
1: mm-hmm. um inside of him all last season most of last season so they're always trying to save each other and keep each other alive and so this season it's Dean and they can't live it, yeah. without each other. It's There's...
2: almost like a relay race between them. Like mm-hmm. they're passing the baton each time. And it just, it's kind of going around and around, you know? Wouldn't
1: it just be nice if they could live happily ever after? And we wouldn't have a show. We wouldn't have a show. <laughs> but I'd like to see some happily ever after at some point. Um, and the mark can't leave without the darkness being free. So Dean has traded Sam's life for it. And Death points out that Sam stood him up last time. Mm-hmm. So this is this is important um and we jump back to crowley who has now brought the ingredients and is making all the jokes about how it was difficult to get the um golden calf and he'll have to do some sort of sexual favor (laughs) or something and then the quince was something else typical crowley fashion Mm -hmm. and uh you know, this is when Crowley says that Rowena isn't incapable of love, it's actually she is incapable of loving him, which is good that he realizes, and I think this is how he did let it go obviously brings in um, Oscar and she says it's cruel of Crowley to bring Oscar in, and Crowley says actually it's cruel what you're going to do Yes. Which I loved. Did you get ladies love that? Yes.
3: Yeah. I love that whole scene. Because it's true. She can't tell him that he's being cruel after all the things that she's, you know, done in her life. And she's the one who is going to actually be cruel because she had to do the spell she Mm -hmm. had to sacrifice him
2: yeah it's like Mm -hmm. calling the kettle black like they both have done so much bad things both of them Crowley and rowena and what she was willing to do to kill her son and what he's willing to do so
3: absolutely i agree and it's you can't say that you really can't no the way that i saw her react though when oscar did walk in and she was She cried, You know, Mm -hmm. I thought it would be a little bit
1: harder for her to actually go through with it. Mm -hmm. But she just did it in the snap of Mm -hmm. a finger. Well, she professes her love for him and tells him how much she cares about him and then just kills him. But
2: doing so, she'll be able to move on. She grabs the book, she's off on her way, and then she's
1: got this, like, robust power, too, at the end of it. We will get to that because uh, evil has tracked Sam and Dean... And the consequences of ridding the mark. And Sam says that they're good. That what they are doing is actually good. And, you know, Dean is saying, or he's saying that it's not that they're bad people. It's that evil is following them. And they're trying to do good. And no matter what Dean says, they always do good. But here's the thing. Evil is not really following them
3: because evil is happening in the world regardless if they're there or not. They're tracking the evil all the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So, in the hopes of preventing it or killing it mm-hmm. or
2: slaying it or whatever they are doing, I agree.
1: I I think the I, I like seeing the fight sequence between the two of them. I'm sure that this isn't something that gets to happen very often. And, you know, I'm sure that they love it just because it's... They you know they're the brothers, and so this is fun for them. They're yeah. always on set together. That was a great scene. um love the fight sequence. Dean obviously takes over due to the mark, and um Sam says Dean needs to be stopped in order to not hurt anyone else, and then realizes that there's nothing that's going to stop him, and so he tells him to do it.
3: It breaks my heart when Sam does that when he actually you know listens to Dean and he. Mm-hmm. He, Sam is such a good person, you know, and he loves his brother so much, and he's just believing everything he's saying at that point. But I'm screaming at the TV, saying, "No, no, no don't! No. You are good mm-hmm. people."
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was very touching, and Jared was like so emotional in that oh, scene. Oh gosh, yeah! And then he pulls out the photos, and you're like, "Oh gosh!" Make it like even more sad.
3: I was crying,
1: you know, mm-hmm.
2: more emotional. But um, at that him. point, I was like, you know what? This could happen. This could go down. And then I was like, "But how?" And then I was like, "But then maybe there's a way. Like then he'll come back." Or I have no idea. They've been through so much. These brothers. There's always like way or something will happen. And I was like, you know what? This could be an option.
3: I just go from
2: go from there
3: and see what happens. That crossed my mind. That. He might actually go through with it, but somehow, in some way, Sam will come back. And I actually thought about you, Lindsay, saying that I wanted the brothers to be separate, one in heaven, one in hell. And I was like, oh my God, is this the beginning
1: of this? You know? <laughs> that was going through my mind at this scene. Well, I just, like you both said, I just loved Jared's just kind of resigning to it and saying, okay. Do it, but I want you to remember how good a person you actually are. Mm. Even when this mark is there and it takes over, you just think about that—how great you are. And handing him the photos, like you mm-hmm. said, it was just a beautiful, beautiful moment. And Dean tells Sam to close his eyes. Close your eyes, dude. Close your eyes. And uh and he, he won't.
2: And at he, first. he won't.
1: And Death tells him, uh, "You have to kill him, or I will." And Dean goes to swing. This is the reaction video where I freaked out because he didn't kill Sam. He killed death instead. Mm-hmm. I screamed
3: at the TV. I...
1: I was so happy. Was it the pictures? That was terrible. <laughs> I was so happy too. Was it the pictures that made him switch I, in his mind? Planned, I, I think planned the whole time. Let me know what you guys think. I think this uh-huh. was once again planned the whole time. I think from the second that Sam had call, or Dean had, Sam had called Dean, and said you know to him hey where are you and he's like come here I want to say my goodbyes I think it was all a ruse to death and because death had said you can live off your, on your own you won't be a harm to yourself or anybody else I think Dean just really felt like okay wait There's, there's gotta be another way if they're fighting this hard for me so I felt like the whole time he set death up he set death up to be to take the taquitos yeah. for the spell. Everything just I feel to like it was a total setup. A mm-hmm.
3: little bit more about what happens with this mark being gone with the mm-hmm. darkness because I would like to think it like that because I just was screaming at Dean. Why are you saying you, these bad people? You guys are bad people. The evil following you. Like why are you saying these things? So I, I like to think that but, you're right there,
1: Michaela. I am. i I mean,
2: you guys have said it all. Honestly, I don't have too much to add to that, but I I agree, and I think that it'll just be really. I'm just like focused now on like season eleven. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for predictions. But okay. it was a great end to it. And then when we see that that well, we stuff see popping Rowena up doing, she eventually smoke. she
1: does do the spell after she kills Oscar. Sonic boom! The spell leaves the house, throws everyone back. Mm. It hits Dean, and. The mark is is gone. It's mm-hmm. it's it's gone. It's it's literally I'm like, Shut God. They, the actually, ceiling. they actually got rid of it. That's it's it's really not there. Who's it gonna go on to? It's gotta go on to somebody because there's That's gotta the be thinking. someone that it's gonna get who's gonna get this. And then we see Rowena is controlling, I call double C, Crowley and Cass, and she puts a spell on Cass. To kill Crowley! Mm. His eyes go like red, he pulls the freaky. blade, goes to kill him.
3: See, I didn't think it was go to kill him, I think it was just to injure him because he can't be stopped so easily.
1: I mean, I hope, I'm sure that that's all that it is, mm-hmm. but they're leaving it open-ended. Michaela, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking
2: what Roween is I guess motive was for that because if something already hasn't worked, had she already, and we don't know this yet, had she already gone through the book and figured out if I like place this spell, at like the right time or maybe with Cass, this could in harm, harm uh, Crowley or potentially like really devastatingly kill him or something. So unless like, we don't know that she had something planned while decoding it already for the Michael Caine And she saw that in the book of the damned, that could be an option um otherwise I don't know I think we're gonna have to wait till season to see what happens just, like this is like the most craziest probably like prediction and I don't even know if this is possible but could Cass take like Crowley somewhere else like can they like teleport or like somewhere else how they do that like even to heaven what would really like break Crowley that Cass could do that's what I'm trying to think. Like, what could the spell be?
3: I don't think you can kill him so easily. And also, too, if Crowley does die and we do have to kill him at some point, I want to see it. I don't want it to be mm, yeah, on it's... some kind of a, oh, my gosh, did he or didn't he? You know? Like
1: Kane, where mm-hmm. we're still kind of left wondering if Kane is could come back. really, truly dead or not. Okay. Um, but I loved seeing Rowena just so sure of herself walking away, leaving them be. And once again, I think the theme of this whole episode was everybody had already things planned. The plans are already set in motion for each person. We obviously saw Crowley's been knowing what's going on with Oscar Mm -hmm. slash Seth for a while. You know, Sam has been in the know that he doesn't care what the consequences are. Dean planned this on death. Rowena planned this on all of them. I think it's literally that was the theme of today. The finale episode was everybody was already plotting. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Everything in their
1: minds. So we see Sam and Dean seeing the lightning bolts, the spells hitting the ground. Um, We think it's darkness being released, and they go to get in the car, and I'm like, oh God, here we go, here we go, here we go, and the car gets stuck in a pothole, and darkness takes over them. That's terrible. Cut to Jeremy Carver saying darkness has been released, um, and uh, things for Sam and Dean are going to go from bad to worse, and welcome to season 11, guys.
3: I really want more. I am it's
2: so like, what do you excited mean it's ending now. Yeah, I'm ready
3: for season eleven.
2: If it was airing next week, I'd be already ready. I have like my popcorn. I'd be like, "You guys, let's all watch it." <laughs> and I would be like, "I'm ready." But going into season eleven, it's exactly like you can't put it in let's- better words than the writers and creators than what he said. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's going to be worse, a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be the last season? I mean, we, everyone thought well, this would be, and I, I actually strongly disagreed. I was like, no, this won't be the last season. So I'm kind of feel like this could be going maybe now into this, but I'm excited to see like what the darkness is going to bring and, uh, and what new alliances are formed and. It's gonna be
1: uh, one hell of a ride, mm-hmm. Katie. Let's quick get some last minute predictions for season um, eleven before Your we have to wrap.
0: After Buzz TV predictions. Please, do you
3: want to start? I'm really nervous with this uh, Darkness Springs, and I'm excited because I feel like it's gonna bring back some people in the past. And Lil Coyotes Rain, thank you for tweeting us. Is talking about bringing back Michael and Lucifer, and I think that might happen. I think we have opened up a can of worms, and a lot of people are coming back, and. Hell is going to be released on Earth. <laughs> hell, but it's not hell. But it's darkness. But it's going to be crazy. But it could have
2: something to do with hell. So mm-hmm. nice, Katie. Mm-hmm. Nice, <laughs> Michaela. Uh, I have too many predictions, honestly. Um, quick, quick, everything one or that two. I've kind of basically said to be quick. Uh, we will just recap everything that I've kind of said that I think is already going to happen. Season eleven. I would like to see. <laughs> I would like to see Crowley and Cass continue to work together, even though this, like, spell kind of weird thing happened with Rowena. And I would really like to see that we are right about Rowena, that she has been playing this, and that now with the Book of the Damned, she can get the Grand Coven. And I think that is what will be able to defeat the darkness. All of this mass of witches or the power or whatever else is in the Book of Damned as well. I think that
1: might be... I definitely think this Book of the Damned is going to give us some more spells that we're going to be see, see being used next season. We're going to get to see the Grand Coven next season and what's going on there. Backstory there, hopefully. I think the darkness being released is going to be something that Crowley is going to be needed in defeating because he is the King of Darkness, Mm -hmm. obviously. Does this mean that all the evil people from the seasons are going to come back? It makes it open. That means we could get back. Abaddon, like you said, Michael and Lucifer that Little Coyotes was Rain was saying, we're going to get to see, I think, a lot of people that have died, the evil people coming back as darkness and everything. I think it's going to be crazy. I think Sam and Dean, potentially, what if they're taken over by darkness in those first few episodes mm-hmm. and Cass and Crowley actually need to rescue them in order to put darkness to death? I don't know, craziness happening for season 11 of Supernatural, which will air next fall. You guys can stay in contact with us year-round on all of our social media things so we'll start with Michaela where Abs- can they find you yeah, guys yeah absolutely
2: you guys can find me on twitter at Mickey underscore Phillips and on Instagram at Michaela Phillips I just want to say quick thanks thank you guys so much for always tweeting leaving comments on the YouTube love it it's been a great season 10 of Supernatural with you guys and warm wishes to Jared and hope he feels better with everything he's been going through
3: and you can find me on Twitter at Katie E.E. Campbell that's Katie with three E's Campbell Instagram at Katie Campbell 13 and youtube.com slash Campbell online I do a weekly vlog
1: Thanks, Katie. Mm -hmm. And you guys can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Lindsay Wegner. That's L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y W-E-G-N-E-R on my blog, LindseyWegner.blogspot.com. on Tuesdays for Real Housewives of New York at uh, 7pm. And keep in contact with us using the hashtag ABTVSupernatural. Thank you guys once again, like Michaela said, for tweeting us and writing Mm -hmm. on YouTube and commenting and all that good stuff. We love seeing those comments and hope that we hear from you uh, leading up for Season 11 in the Fall. Thank you guys so much for watching, and we'll see you in a few months.
0: From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit afterbuzztv.com.